0: Late night conversations with Patricia Ntuli, Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. Social conversations. Let's welcome our first A-team guest, uh, Reese Evans, who is uh, the director at Alco Safe. Good evening, Reese.
1: Good evening, Patricia. How are you?
0: Oh, well, feeling cold. <laughs> the studio is freezing, but other uh, than that, grateful to be alive. How are you doing?
1: Yeah, also not too bad. Um, unfortunately, I'm in a slightly warmer place than it sounds like you are.
0: <laughs> Lucky you. Reese tell us what you do at AlcoSafe.
1: Well, AlcoSafe is a, quite an old company, actually. We've been around for about 40 years. And over that time, what we've tried to do is assist companies and, and police in, in lowering the impact that substance abuse has on companies and on citizens of South Africa. So basically, we try to step in and provide ways of... of of lowering alcohol um, consumption um, within a workplace and uh, on the road. And more recently, we've started to get into more an educational side of it as well to try and do some educational programs and presentation to to sort of impact um, the community as a whole rather than just through companies and
2: police.
0: So, if you're saying that uh, you are you have been for a while at AlcoSafe trying to lower, you know, the, the consumption of alcohol, giving awareness around responsible drinking, clearly it means we have an issue when it comes to drinking alcohol in South Africa, or else there wouldn't be a need for
1: AlcoSafe. Yeah, exactly. So, we do unfortunately have a very big drinking culture in South Africa. I think… Um, Anyone who said otherwise would definitely know that they'd be lying. Um, it, it's all around us. You see it everywhere, um, especially being highlighted now by the media during this pandemic, constantly talking about the number of trauma cases in hospital beds that alcohol-related incidents and accidents are causing. So, so we know we do have this, this problem.
0: Mm, it's a huge problem, and uh, as we head towards June 16, which is Youth Day, how badly is the South African youth affected by the culture of excessive drinking?
1: Yes, yeah, so the youth um, are especially affected in South Africa. Unfortunately, you know, there's a lot of glamouring that goes around um, around the use of alcohol and drugs as well. So when we talk about substance abuse, we talk about alcohol, but we also talk about other substances like drugs. So Um, There's a big youth problem with with drugs and alcohol. Alcohol is still the biggest problem. Um, It's more easily available. Um, It's not as frowned upon as other drugs would be in society. And and people see it as as a legal substance, which they can use. It's something they can buy legally. So it's not quite as frowned upon as drugs. But what people need to understand is that even though alcohol is a legal substance, it still creates this problem which you get from other drugs. Um, so we need to be aware of that as a problem, and not see it as a, a legal sum, uh, substance and something that everyone is doing. You know, we rather need to turn that attitude around and say, who is not drinking? What are the pitfalls of drinking, uh, especially drinking at a young age when we have uh, susceptible minds that are you know, really being influenced by the people around them? Mm,
0: mm. You know, sometimes I, I ask myself with the... With, uh, with alcohol consumption in young people, if uh, there is something that, you know, th- the older generation has portrayed to the young people that has caused young people to, to imbibe in alcohol and do so lavishly and also do so excessively, because wh- where would young people be getting this culture? Where would young people be learning such things? And and I worry about that.
1: Yeah, I share your concern as well, and I, I, I must say that... Um the belief around, you know, older people actually passing this culture on, uh, there's a lot of evidence that points in that direction. So unfortunately, what we've seen in the past is, you know, advertising really showing alcohol in a good light rather than focusing on the negative aspects of alcohol. Um, You know, people seeing their their stars or their heroes um, drinking or, or promoting alcohol brands. And I think there has to be a... Some responsibility that's put on that um, on that thought pattern that was ingrained into the youth and we have to look at that and say all right well that's been done now there's nothing much that we can do about it or well, we can't change the past but what can we do to basically you know correct that to make sure that we don't then carry on passing that on to our children so what we want to see is that we want to uh, include in the educational departments um, some type of teachings on alcohol or lessons on alcohol and really to show people the, the dangers of alcohol from a very young age and, and get kids comfortable looking at that and, and learning about it and talking to their parents about it. And instead of promoting alcohol as a as something which is glamorous, start to talk about the other effects of alcohol as well. Yes, you can have fun whilst drinking, but what about you know, the, the knock-on effects on your brain as a person who's drinking below the age of 21, how much more likely are you to become an alcoholic or dependent on alcohol because you drink at a young age and, and what has happened to some of the very talented, very promising people that have then gone on to become substance abusers. Um, and we really need to start talking about that rather than hiding that. And And it's important to encourage people that have been through that to come forward and and tell people about the problems that they've had. And rather than being ashamed of it, those are the people that need to be talking to our youth and saying, guys, this is real, this is my story. And we need to be able to get people that they can relate to. Um, I think that's the way to get through to the youth.
0: We are talking A-teamers to Reese Evans, who's the director at AlcoSafe. We are talking excessive drinking problem in South Africa and focusing on young people. Uh, you can interact with us by dialing in on 11 or SMS 41391. You can also WhatsApp 614 I've got uh, a Asanda, who's in Barkley East. A- Asanda, good evening.
3: How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm perfect now, like, like. Missed you, la, like. It's been decades since I called you so la. Like.
0: But listen, you keep me you keep me on my toes on social media, so it's fine, Asanda. So what's oh, your take I'm, on alcohol?
3: I've got to follow you everywhere, like. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, as it relates to alcohol, I think as South Africans, yeah? I, I, I want to link it back to our past in terms of the laws that were passed, but I think the reason why we drink as young people or excessively use alcohol, we want to sedate ourselves, yeah? If you take, for instance, the, the poem by the famous poem by the former president, uh, Tabombe, I am an African. There's a part where he says, I'm an African because I belong to a place where our young people sedate themselves in drugs and alcohol. So if you're looking at the high uh, unemployment levels and everything else, we've used alcohol as a crutch. It's no longer about just enjoying or or, or taking a break after work and saying, okay, you know, I need to recreate myself. So it it has become more than that. So I think that's where we are as a country. And because of COVID-19, perhaps we can use COVID-19 as as an excuse as well. But I think that uh, we should be doing more in schools to go into school to teach young people to say, hey, start with the first things first. Finish your metric and then you can drink later. Don't don't, don't get the order mixed around to say that. You you may start drinking because you see a cousin or whatever, you want to be cool, whatever. Start with the first things first and then you may enjoy the alcohol. Because alcohol, after all, people prescribe alcohol, uh, for example, uh, if you're dining in a restaurant, people say, "Okay, you you can have a glass of wine." Tina, black people, we want to have the whole five liter. Of, hey, of, of. well, Sandra, <laughs> don't say Tina, black people, because
0: you are you are painting all black people with the, the same paint, and it's 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 individuals who are excessively drinking, and individuals across all cultures and races.
3: Yeah. So what I'm saying is that okay, we can look at it in a context-specific way. Yeah. But I'm saying that. The, where I live, for example, I live in Barclays, Barclays is, is I could say, semi-rural, uh, but what I see is that when, pe- when young people drink, for example, if I invite my brother over to come and have uh, a drink with me, he's younger than me, but he, he will not sleep, even if he's drunk, if the alcohol is not finished. Me and I go and sleep because I feel drunk now, but, 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 but the way we do it, you must finish the alcohol. Why must we finish? Because, Gallop, you want to feel drunk and drunk, and that you're thoroughly drunk. That's my
0: contribution for today. Hey, Asanda, uh, thank you so very much for shedding light on this, and I I hope that we can wake up to a new reality as South Africans. Uh, Anonymous in KZN, good evening. Good evening to you,
4: Patricia. I hope you had a beautiful long
0: weekend. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know about
4: beautiful and long, but yeah. I wait for you guys to come. Okay, I just want to uh, say, you know, people who drink too young, with very young age, they die very early. They don't see li- they don't see a long life, because sometimes, you know, a cousin of mine started very early uh, to take alcohol. My Christian cousin, and uh, he uh, he uh, he used to drink so much, unbelievable, seven days a week. And you know what happened? He uh, his old intestines were eaten up, and he had died at the age of forty. You know, you don't see life. A lot of people don't see life when some people end up with a stroke and some people end up with different, different of illnesses, but they don't discuss it or don't, talk, don't want to talk about it. But the reality is when I see young people drinking, I tell them, hey, why do you retire so early? You, you're not yet 60. You must retire after you have a family. When are you going to have a family? When are you going to have a home? When are you going to have a car? When are you going to have all these things that you need in life? You start drinking too early, you're not going to get all these things.
2: Mm, mm. You know,
4: uh, that's why people must learn. I always tell them, you, have, you haven't come to the retirement age. You haven't even seen a, a family as yet. You know, you haven't been married, you haven't seen a family, we're not going to see all these things before you do what you do. And you might not live too long, because somebody sometimes friend, two friends arguing over liquor, someone drinks more than the other, they, they poke the other person, the other person. But I read so many articles of this in the, in the local papers, and you know, just for liquor.
0: Yeah, and you know, I think
4: it's time that they, the youngsters need to know that they mustn't retire too early.
0: Thank you very much for the contribution, Anonymous. Very sad to know that, you know, when people consume too much alcohol, get drunk, they lose inhibition and they do things that are really, really uh, frightening. Let's uh, go back to Reese. Reese, uh, based on what our two A teamers were, were saying in their contributions, what, what is your take on that?
1: Yeah, look, I can agree with both of the callers. Um, Alcohol is a crutch, and unfortunately, a lot of people see it as a crutch and use it as a crutch. But what people don't realize is that alcohol is actually a depressant. So um, it's a short-term escape, but unfortunately, it's actually digging yourself deeper into that hole. So when you use alcohol as a crutch, and you use it to hide feelings or mask sadness, it can only last for a short period of time, and you take yourself into a place where you're trying to drink away the problem. So there's a saying that says that you look for, or an alcoholic looks for the solution to his problems at the bottom of a bottle. And when they get to the bottom of that bottle, they think they've found that solution because they're drunk. But unfortunately, there's another bottle and they try and find the solution at the bottom of that bottle and another bottle and another bottle. And those bottles never stop and they never really find the solution to their problem. So really what they're doing is they just, trying to push the problem aside, but never solving it. Mm. So because alcohol leads to depression, if you're depressed and you're sad and you, and uh, or you're worried or you're stressed and you drink alcohol, it actually worsens that and you start to develop anxiety um, and real depression, depression that can last a lifetime and you'll be constantly trying to chase happiness at the bottom of a bottle, and you'll never find the bottom of that bottle, and you'll never find your happiness because you're never dealing with the problem. So it is a very short-term solution which leads to a much bigger problem. So it's really something um, which is a vicious circle. really. You're know, you you're drinking to find that, that solution, but you'll never find it. So it, it's a big problem, and again, it's something which which needs to be educated um, or brought into the education system at a very young age. People need to be talked uh, to and and taught about what, what alcohol does, how it works inside of our brain. Why does it make you feel good for that short period of time? But what is the knock-on effect of that? How is that going to affect your brain um, and your emotions and your depression moving forward? And that's not something which we're taught as youngsters and we're not, it's not something we're taught at, at school. We, we see people around us drinking, you know, as, uh, I think the first caller said she drinks with a younger brother so um, we drink as families. My father used to drink uh, quite a lot and I actually thought that it was just the thing you know alcohol was if if you're an adult you drink alcohol and if you're a child you drink cool drink so I was expecting to drink alcohol as an adult and it and was never really taught to me that actually it's your choice to make whether you're going to consume alcohol and how much alcohol you're going to consume and And we need to be given the right information or the education at a young age to make the right choice, an educated choice, rather than a choice of just seeing um, or a decision made on seeing people drinking and having a good time. What about the rest of the people? What about the other times when drinking is creating so many problems?
0: Let's go to uh, some of the A-teamers' voice notes.
5: Uh, Good. cold evening to you, Patricia, your guest in the A-teamers. Um, on the alcohol topic you know you look at like certain um, uh, environments you know uh, where there's a lot of alcohol businesses around that space you know um, where there is a bottle store right next to the bottle store might be like a tavern or something like that you mix that with the combination of like chronic boredom you know um and 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 substance abuse and then it becomes a cocktail that can easily destruct the community and because we live in a space where you know a capitalist system where money over everything then it becomes a a key ingredient to exploit people's vices and then we get to see it manifest in real time Hello, Sissy. If you can ask for me from that gen- gentleman over there,
0: who is actually their major sponsor? So that we can see if whether they are not some sort of a reverse psychology type of thing that uh, uh, seeks to think that they give like awareness, whereas they are advertising that type of uh, uh, drinking. Because the thing is that like, I don't believe if they are. Being sponsored by uh, SAP that they would be I'm not saying they're being sponsored by SAP but I just wanted to know their sponsor then I can uh, know what's happening
2: good evening Patricia and good evening to your guest uh, speaking there if I'm not mistaken it's Rhys um you know the issue that you've actually discussing now I think it's it's based on what SDU we have been influenced by celebrities the music industry whatever we see on the media it's actually quite an influence on how we behave in our society they're quite influential now if you look at all these celebrities some of them are promoting alcohol products some of them actually own certain brands uh, dj zinkley a couple of years back uh, i'm not sure what year it was but i did see that alcohol brand was promoting i'm not sure if it's a shareholder or whatever but I did see that Rick Ross, all these people and all their music is being listened by the youth. In the music videos, you see alcohol everywhere. So it's quite influential on the youth on how we actually now starting to behave. Thanks.
0: Thank you, A-teamers. Uh, we'll come to more of your messages. Rhys, um, I think it would be nice for you to answer the second voice note first, uh, where you are asked who sponsors Alco Safe
1: sure i'll be happy to answer that so alcof is not a sponsored company alcof is a private company um that was started as i said about 40 years ago to try and stop alcohol abuse and the problem of um drinking and driving on the roads so we don't we're not affiliated with any alcohol companies at all in fact we're probably one of the most disliked companies by alcohol manufacturers in the country because of the products that we promote and what we do. Um, I would say that it would be nice to work with, with alcohol manufacturers to try and get them to actually sponsor some of the equipment that would be used by the police and that could be used to do education or awareness, but, but that's not what we do. So we actually provide equipment to the police, uh, breathalyzers and drug tests to try and stop people from drinking and driving on the road. Um, we supply equipment to companies that they can test employees um, to make sure that they don't create accidents on mines and construction sites and and whatever company or industry they work in, construction as I said, or um, manufacturing. So yeah, we have no associations with with any alcohol
5: whatsoever
0: so with the other uh voice notes from our a team is um I mean they they concur it is an issue, excessive alcohol is an issue, advertising uh of alcohol association with big celebrity brands and alcohol, but my question is what is the responsibility of the alcohol industry? I mean, we saw them step in during the hard lockdown, um, voicing themselves out, getting heard. But what is their general responsibility when it comes to advertising and also educating?
1: Yeah, so just on the, the third caller, um, if I could just say something about yeah. that. So, you know, the, the celebrities and the, the promotion of alcohol is a really big problem. And I think we're getting closer to a point where actually a lot of the stories about celebrities who struggle with substance abuse and alcohol or drug abuse um, are really starting to make their way into mainstream media. They don't get as much attention as, you know, the glamorous side of it and the alcohol promotion. But big artists, huge artists, um, and something that people don't discuss. I mean, one of the biggest artists, um, and I'm sure influential in, in the South African culture I'm a rapper, Eminem. Of course, everyone knows Eminem. How many people talk about Eminem being sober for the last 14 years of his life? Um, I, he, you know, he's been—he was an alcoholic, he was a drug addict, and now he promotes sober lifestyle. But that's never really spoken about. We've got big stars like Demi Lovato and and a number of other actors and actresses. Jennifer Lopez uh, reportedly hasn't had a drink of alcohol in something like 35 years. So there's There is a large amount of celebrities who are very anti alcohol or have who have recovered are in recovery, and we don't really speak about that so I think it, it they 're getting to a point where those people are starting to get a bit more attention and they're they're bringing out through their own social media platforms, which is something which wasn't available in the past, so they have this ability to connect through social media through twitter and facebook and instagram and actually talk to people about the problems and the dangers of alcohol and substance abuse that they went through and hopefully through that you know talk to their fans and make them aware of those problems and and not just people think that they're you know promoting these things so there is that starting to come through and i'm really hopeful that that will continue to come through and it'll be a stronger influence going forward and we'll actually start to see more people talking out against it rather than than promoting it um the alcohol industry the alcohol industry plays a very important part in South Africa. And we all have to remember that, you know, they provide a lot of jobs and um there's a knock on effect on not just the alcohol but really, you know, the logistics side of it and the the economy. So there is a part to play in the economy and, and I don't think anyone should say that we should completely get rid of the alcohol sector. But what their role needs to be is is to try and understand what they're doing that's causing the problem, or if there's something that they're doing that's causing the problem, like we mentioned, advertising and and making alcohol seem like a a fun or only a good thing, rather than trying to also talk about the educational side of it. So we need to start getting them involved in maybe um, you know sponsoring more. Events where there's no alcohol allowed. Um, I don't know whether an alcohol manufacturer would do something like that, but try and get sober events um, and try to encourage. Perhaps there's a bill that was part, that was trying to be passed before Parliament, really, where they were trying to extend the drinking age. So they're trying to move the drink, uh, the drinking age, the legal drinking age, from 18 to 21, because there's a lot of studies that show that uh, below the age of 21, there's a much higher chance of you. Um, Developing alcohol dependency if you start to drink below that age. So maybe you know putting their weight behind something like that. Um, there was a move to try and and ban alcohol advertising, like like tobacco advertising was banned. And of course, there's a big backlash to that. And maybe maybe that you know we should be asking them if you're so successful in sales, and but there's all these problems. Why don't you support the bill that that bans alcohol advertising? So. Uh, th- there 's a role for them to play um, and as we said, they did come forward and do a lot of donations with with alcohol when we needed sanitizers and they They said that they want to support or promote responsible drinking um, but how are they actually doing that? you know just putting a slogan at the bottom of your bottle is is not really good enough we need to sit with government maybe they need to sit with government and say you know how are we going to educate the youth on on what is excessive alcohol drinking um how much is one drink how long does that one drink to come take to come out of your body um or maybe get them to sponsor um people that need rehabilitation sponsor rehabilitation clinics that we can have more access to to, to rehabilitation, good quality rehabilitation facilities um, so that people can get help when they need it rather than hiding away and turning to a bottle again.
0: Most definitely. As we close off, I'd like to just share these uh, WhatsApp messages that came from our A-teamers. This one uh, is from an anonymous who says... I have an alcohol problem. I don't think I'd say I'm an alcoholic, but I function well because I function well without a liquor and I don't drink every day or every weekend. But once I start drinking, I drink excessively. Yesterday, I had a 30 Rand note and a 200 Rand note. And that 200 Rand was for the week's transport. I knowingly bought a beer with 30 Rand. And when I woke up in the morning, I had only 70 Rand. I don't remember buying my alcohol. I must have blacked out. I'm only 27 years old. I work but haven't bought myself anything good in a while because of excessive drinking. Very sad reality there. Um, Kat and Peter Maritzburg says young stars are easily influenced by advertising, which seems to uh, glamorize alcohol. Please, can adverts also show the reality of the al- uglier side of alcohol consumption? Also, the authorities should increase drinking age to 21, but empower the youth by lowering legal driving age to 16. On that note, Reese, please give us contact details if we'd like to support the work at Alco Safe, or our company might need your services to conscientise uh, employees on how to stay safe.
1: Sure. So the easiest way to get hold of us um, is through our webpage, which is um And you can also find us on LinkedIn and on Facebook. Uh, mainly LinkedIn is, is the more the social media platform because we interact more with, with companies at this stage rather than, than individuals. Um, but as an individual, you're most welcome to, to go onto our webpage. There's an inquiry form on in there. You can fill in an inquiry. We actually get a lot of inquiries from people that have a problem or who've got a child who has a problem or a family member who has a problem, and we can refer you to um, somewhere that you can get help in your area. So definitely the best way to get hold of us uh, is through our webpage, which is alcosafe.co.za.
0: Excellent. Reese, thank you so very much, and uh, more strength to your bow.
1: Thank you very much for having me.